Hello again, everybody. This is Dan Clauser, president of the Big Vision Foundation, and welcome back to our Stepping Up to the Plate podcast series. Today, I'm joined by Mike Zielinski, better known around our area as Zeke. Zeke, thanks for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. So, uh, Mike, just want to talk a little bit. Uh, you and I go back to, uh, you were actually the sports editor at the Reading Eagle yes. when uh, we first pitched the concept of what was then the Spring Lawn Optimist Baseball League, an adult baseball league, and uh, which then born, uh, you know, Berkshire Baseball to uh al narino and uh I, I remember that day like it was yesterday him uh you know heading right over to your office and you know stopping you is whatever you were in the middle of he made he wanted to make sure that you knew what we were doing well you know i think you struck a al was a uh an athlete his whole life he was i think his primary interest even though he was the managing editor was uh sports which probably so, made it tough for the sports editor at times i would guess al was you know a great guy but it was tough sometimes i mean he read everything you know and if you had a, a semicolon instead of a comma in the 17th paragraph of the reading high football game uh he told you about the next yeah. day you know yeah see i i remember that like it was yesterday uh sitting down in your office and you know we had just told al what we were talking about doing and then uh you guys got us connected with dave kutch who wrote the original article and uh you know i guess the rest is history we um dave is yeah. like is almost as much as mr baseball as you are in brooks county uh, i mean he's lived and breathed and he was a sports writer for us for many years but baseball was his passion yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely was he was very involved with why missing american legion and high school teams i believe and he also was an umpire right yes yep yep and he he actually umpired up until um really just a few years ago till he finally you know physically couldn't do it anymore yeah so. yeah yeah very nice man Yep, definitely, definitely. So, did the article help you out? I think it absolutely <laughs> did. It absolutely <laughs> did. And you know, who who would have thought that uh, you know we we would be where we are today? So, so fast forward about twenty six years. <laughs> um, I had you out at our our complex um, just a couple weeks ago to give you a little bit of a tour. Um, really, the first time you know that that you and I have really spent any time together in probably twenty years or so since you left the sports department. Right. We used to talk um, on the phone when I was in sports exactly. and things like that, uh, but. I, I, as I told you the day I was out there, I was so impressed with the expansion of the facility because I had been to the county fields like 20 years earlier when my kids were playing high school and uh, club soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they played Legion baseball, but they never played baseball at the county field. Right. It was all soccer. Right. And I could not believe the growth. I mean, I think big vision, certainly you guys have the big vision, but you have done a marvelous job of implementing that vision we we appreciate that i know uh it's beautiful we've, we've got another mutual friend and mike moyer who runs fc revolution and uh you know their club uses our facility as their their home complex and um you know he, he's been a huge proponent of us as well because he was the same as you where fc had used the facility for for several years and then you know for whatever reason had gone on to a different facility for about um six or seven years and you know, when he came back and saw it, um, you know, he was kind of like you, where he was somewhat awestruck with, you know, what what has taken place out there and the, the former renovations and that sort of stuff. Well, you know, the beauty of it, and, and I really like how you have knitted the past with the present. I mean, you pay tribute to a lot of wonderful uh, baseball icons from our past, you know, Charlie Wagner and uh, um, uh, Dick Gurnett. Uh, what are some of the others? Um, uh, Whitey Krauski. Oh, Whitey Krauski, yeah. Carl Farillo, Rocky Calavito, um, Cooter Jones, um, 
Vic Wirtz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I really like that touch. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, I know we're going to talk a little bit about girls' baseball. You know, Ruth Hartman, and unfortunately I saw there was an article in the paper today. I knew Ruth uh, back when she was a longtime softball coach, but she was one of a professional baseball player yep. and very famous for that. And Unfortunately, she had a, a bad car accident, and she's had a leg injury, but yeah, remarkable she, lady. She actually passed away last night. Oh, I'm so she sorry. Did. I did not know that. She passed away that. last night. Oh. Um, but, because that would be nice to have something named after Ruth. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, ironically, we, uh, we are hosting the uh, IWBC International, Baseball, International Women's Baseball Center Ruth Hartman Invitational. Um, oh, well, unfortunately, perfect. Unfortunately, it's now going to be the Ruth Hartman yeah. Memorial Invitational. That wasn't the plan. I talked to Ruth about two weeks ago about it, and she was thrilled. Um, that we were going to be doing this for her. And when I got that news this morning, because, um, again, at first I saw just the initial article that she was injured. That's what I saw, yeah. And then um, a few minutes after that, I then saw um, on WFMZ and then the Reading Eagle as well put uh, a post up that she had actually passed away well, I'm from so the sorry injuries. to hear that. I'm yeah. sorry she w- won't be there for the Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, but we're still going to honor her legacy. Um, I mean, she was just amazed, number one, that we would even consider – doing a girls baseball tournament and uh you know we just uh you know we we feel it's something that's important to us because it's a lot more than about the game of baseball at that point it's really about girls you know being able to do whatever they want whether it's playing baseball or whether it's being a rocket scientist or whatever the case is and um you know she was thrilled when I talked to her you know and she's like I can't believe you're even doing a tournament and yet alone to name it after me is such an honor so it's it's kind of bittersweet when I got the news yeah. uh, this morning, without a doubt. Well, I, I think what you've just said about girls playing baseball, you know, the one thing that besides the, the splendor of your complex that really impressed me because I didn't realize uh, the scope of what Big Vision does. I always thought of you as a baseball guy, a sports right. guy. But you do a great job of uh, melding sports with absolutely life, right? And 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 which is the great thing about sports because it does so many other things for children. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the leadership skills that that sports can teach, and you know, all, all that sort of stuff, if done right, you know, and if done correctly, um, you know, can really make an impact on you know a young person's life, whether they're male or female, and whether it's baseball or softball or soccer, lacrosse. Um, all those sports have their own way of teaching you about those life lessons. And I know, you know, for me personally, I mean, I, I couldn't, you know, a lot of stuff that I relate to in the business world and, you know, as, you know, organizationally what we do, I revert to lessons I learned on the playing field. <laughs> you know, and that's not uncommon. I think no, we all, all do that. And I, I think I share with you the story of my oldest son, who was a, a very good free sport athlete at Wilson. Mm-hmm but was not very focused in the classroom despite his mom and dad giving him pep talks. (laughs) And ironically, when he tore his second ACL in college uh, and stopped playing uh, sports because of issues with his knees, he really focused on the classroom and and told me later, he's now a very successful attorney, that I actually translated my work ethic in sports and that competitiveness and adrenaline to the world of law right. and and that really struck me and reinforced how valuable sports is because you don't you know very few people go on and play sports professionally right and very what small you do percentage. with sports and relationships and there's nothing that really replaces sports the camaraderie right i mean after i left the sports department went into news and marketing and advertising etc 
It's not the same as sports. No, it's I not. mean, and almost being on a sports staff is like being on a ball club. It's a camaraderie, right. and it's different than the real world. And it, quite frankly, even though real world problems infiltrate the sports world, sports world in many ways is better than the yeah, <laughs> it is. real world. Yeah, because there's a lot more black and white on how you solve those yeah, problems exactly. In, exactly. on a sports field as opposed to in the real world. And, you know, and there's, a, and there's a final outcome. It's yes. not like some of these things go on and right. on and exactly. on. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's funny, when you had told me that story, I'd, I related that to one of our former players, uh, Mike McGinley, who's now an attorney. Yeah, that's and, an excellent you know, story as well. Was a, yeah. uh, it was a catcher in our organization and is now a very successful attorney. And he said, you know, what I learned as a catcher, you know, parlays to the courtroom because as a catcher, I'm trying to figure out what my opponent is going to do next and then how I prevent him from doing that, <laughs> he says, which is exactly what you do in a courtroom. Yeah, it's strategic and you have to get your game face on. Yep. You know? Yep, sure does. Sure does. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about yourself. You're now, quote unquote, retired, but it seems like you're uh, a lot busier now than when you were. <laughs> You were working for a Well, living, I think so. I'm just as busy, uh, and I've, I'm really enjoying retirement. Uh, I've been very fortunate. Uh, Joe Painter uh, got me involved with uh, People Chronicles, and I just started a couple months ago the uh, Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke videos here on the People Chronicles. I'm thrilled to do that. Uh, I'm back with BCTV. I used to do a, pro- a lot of programming with them, and I used to be the board president. Uh, I've been hosting some uh, community conversations with them. I did a lot of political programming, and now I've started the Mike Zielinski Show, which comes on twice a month. Uh, BCTV is trying to make it one of its signature shows, and I'm happy about that. And basically, it's a half-hour interview with newsmakers of, of interest, right. people from all walks of life and, uh, and whatever who are just interested stories and good conversationalists so i'm doing that uh i was a writer most of my life so um i've been working and finishing up two novels uh i've been fooling around being a playwright uh and i'm also chairman of the downtown improvement district and i'm uh very involved with that as we go for as of this date of reauthorization i was happy that city council voted seven to nothing last night that we should be renewed for another five years Uh, we also overseen the main street program and what's important to we feel it did and Main Street is that we help with the economic uh, revival of downtown Reading. Now, it's up to the property uh, owners in the district to vote for the renewal. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, we're confident that it will be renewed. We feel it's in the best interest. As one of the council persons said last night, the city can't afford to pick up the slack that did does. Uh, and so I hope people will see the value and realize the value of what we can bring to the table. So I've been busy, you yeah. know, and plus I do have a little bit of a list from my wife telling me things to do around <laughs> I'm the house. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, let me, I just want to touch a little bit on, uh, on did, um, you know, we, uh, we're involved with an event, um, annually here in the city of Reading called cups compassion. And, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of dead. I mean, your guys are out there with us at six o'clock in the morning, getting set They're up basically the face of Reading. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm glad to hear that, that council is, you know, voted in favor of it. Cause it, it would be, um, you know, it would be a tragedy to, to not continue that. So, Definitely hats off to what you guys do at well, Dig. I mean, you. it's it's uh, they're they're huge ambassadors for the city, and um, you know definitely definitely an integral part in 
the city revitalizing itself, which I think is important. Yeah, and we also think it's important we need to clear up the misperception. It's not so much out-of-towners. It's people who live in the suburbs or the outer rural areas of Berks County who feel Reading downtown is dangerous. It is not. It is the safest part of Reading. In fact, there is no permanent police presence in Reading downtown because they don't need it, and our ambassadors basically are the first responders when there are issues. And then, of course, if a major issue, the police respond quickly. But uh, that's the one frustration we've had, and I think as we bring more events downtown, and we're very excited about the DoubleTree Hotel opening, uh, people will, you know, because people have been coming to concerts downtown for years yes. and hockey games. It's not, you know, you know, when there's shootings in Reading, they're not happening on Penn Street. No, you know? no, every city has bad spots, and Reading is no different. Yeah, it's an urban environment, right. and unfortunately, but you know, there's crime in the suburbs too. Absolutely, you know? absolutely, and we, you know, you're right. It is, it's a perception. It's a local perception. Mis- perception as you said um you know we're exposed to teams from all over the mid-atlantic region um every single weekend that come into our tournaments and you never hear anything about crime in reading from any of the teams that are coming in what you hear about is beautiful countrysides and you know great rural settings and um you know the double tree is going to be one of our host hotels in 2016 so I mean, we're looking forward to being able to get you know those people from new york and new jersey and maryland to you know, get into the city and see what a, what a great city we really do and have to offer here. there's a lot of things here. to do downtown, which we're also trying to get the word out, you know, and uh, there's some excellent restaurants, for instance. Absolutely. There's uh, a lot of diversity of cuisine. cuisine. Uh, so, uh, and plus, we're very blessed, I think, in Berks County. We have a symphony orchestra. We have a public... Uh, a museum, a, not a major one. We also have the Pops Orchestra. We have the Boscos Burks Jazz Fest. We have Maple Grove. We have the Reading Phillies, the Reading uh, Fightins, Reading right. Fightins. Right. I dated myself there. <laughs> and the Reading Royals. Uh, we have, uh, I think, the, the Arena Football League team is coming back. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in Burks County. It really is. You know, and really is. We're, we're local. Uh, so much local things to do and plus we're still not that far from philadelphia new york washington yep. it's a great place to live and like you said there's great diversity you're in the urban environment the suburbs and our countrysides are beautiful yeah it is and it, it's there really is no loss when teams come in and ask us you know in their downtime if they play a game at 8 and ten thirty. you know hey what do we do this afternoon i mean i hand them a visitor's guide and say have at it because there's a lot of stuff to to do so we're uh, we're just about out of time here i want to thank you again for uh for coming on the show and uh, supporting the organization. Um, you're definitely a, a huge ally for us, and you know, we appreciate that and appreciate everything you've done for us um, you know, here recently and looking forward to, to more stuff as we move forward. Any, any last thing you want to say before we Well, I we just want to congratulate you and your foundation for all the wonderful work, the charitable work that you do, and I know you have an event coming up that we're going to talk about on my show here yep. on People's Chronicles. So, uh, Keep it up. And you've also written a book, and you've been very uh, blessed to give me a copy of the, uh, I don't put my... The, the, beaut- the Beauty of a Diamond the Through the Eyes of a Coach. Great name. What a baseball guy you are. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no doubt. So, well, Zeke, thank you very much. And uh, as always, folks, check out our website at bigvisionfoundation.org. This is Dan Clouser with Stepping Up to the Plate.